So before I introduce today's guest today, I want to give a massive shout out to Conscious Leaders Brisbane where they host fortnightly events and each fortnight they have a different guest speaker. These events is where you can learn about business, how to level up your life, even just bettering yourself and most importantly get connected with like-minded people which I think that's the most important thing you can do is build up your tribe and your connection. So please make sure you go and check out Conscious Leaders Brisbane on their Facebook page and Instagram too. So today's guest is one of my homies, Blake. We connected a couple months ago, end of last year on Instagram. So he's, I guess with today's episode, he has a lot of wisdom to share about business and just starting up. He is currently um, doing video editing and working on with businesses, helping them with kind of marketing and all that. But yeah, this episode definitely should be, should watch, stuff up my words there. Definitely should watch this episode or listen to the episode especially if you are looking at starting up a business. There's a lot of wisdom you can learn out of here. Enjoy. All right, we'll start then. Um, so awesome. let's go on about the start of your journey into like business and all that kind of stuff and how you fell into it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, geez, it's taking me back. <laughs> so from like, uh, like, I didn't start my first business to about 20, but since like 16 and 17, um, I was always on YouTube, like watching, I think it was like Mark Cuban, um, watching people like from Shark Tank. I was watching a lot of that and just Ted talks. Like that was like the first thing I started watching. And as a, um, a kid, I had really good parents. So I wasn't really exposed to anything like bad when I was younger, I was raised pretty good. So I was always had the thing in my head where like, when I'd watch these Ted talks or people speak, I'd be like, work after my degree. And I just started realizing more and more that's not for me. And then, um, yeah, and then about 20 was when I launched my first business. It was actually a clothing uh, clothing brand. So it was called Naked Body Co. And the reason why I called it that is because I didn't sell clothes. I sold like hats, bags, slides, wallets, um, yeah. those sort of accessories. So it was like an accessory company. So that was my first business. Um, I think I'm on my fourth now. <laughs> not that the others weren't successful. It's more or less that um, I'm not really, that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Um, my second one was I started getting into online social media marketing. I think a lot of um, people through that wave of like 2018, 2019, where everyone was buying social media marketing. And then um, I think that was... So say that again. But yeah, that's what, that's what I was looking into about then. 2018, I was looking into a marketing company. So I think everyone's kind of on the ball then. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. continue, man. Anyone that was young and online. Yeah, definitely. And there were so many courses out there. And then my third business was, I think, how we sort of met, um, like-minded. So I wanted to actually create a business where entrepreneurs and people can all come together and actually meet. Um, so I started like-minded. And then I still wasn't fully like, this is what I'm meant to do. Like, I still had, didn't have that. And then only recently in February, um, I've always loved videos and film and everything like that, but I've never thought about filming or having a camera and stuff. Yeah. And then um, my roommate at the time, in January this year, um, he's really big on filming. Like he teaches video marketing. So he somehow convinced me on my birthday, which was in February, to buy a camera. So I bought a camera. Um, and yeah, since then I've, I've absolutely loved it. Like film is my new passion and that's what I want to keep doing. But everything I've sort of done in the past, like you could say it's a failed business, but it's failing forward because I wouldn't say failure, but like those, without having those businesses that I started and then stopped, I wouldn't have had the knowledge and the experience and gone through that process to get where I am now. So yeah, it's been a pretty 
pretty crazy journey. And now I'm just, yeah, like I landed, uh, now I'm just sort of doing videos, which I absolutely love. Like anything with a camera, photography, filming um, is my new passion. So I'm doing freelance now and yeah, I'm loving it, really enjoying it. Yeah, you're going really well with all that stuff, seen online and that. What's a couple of YouTube Thanks. like vlogs and that? They're, they're pretty cool, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I've been really vlogs. I love vlogging. Vlogging's absolutely awesome, but it's such a hard market to get into. So, yeah, but um, yeah, I'm, I have another friend that does YouTube as well. So over this weekend, we're actually planning like creating some video ideas because vlogs are like quick turnaround, quick production things. So we're actually looking to create a video that's like a couple of weeks of a project which would yeah. be really exciting um but yeah so things are looking things are looking awesome what are your the ideas behind that at the moment if you can give a couple away <laughs> for youtube uh, for like your video that's coming up um so the one we want to do for youtube we haven't even i'm well, meeting him on sunday that's like we're doing it a big ideas plan so i don't know if you know this youtuber there's a youtuber named beast um, he does like these crazy videos. He does like giveaways. Like he'll, he'll be like, um, like he's really big YouTuber, really rich. But he does competitions like, like last person to leave this circle wins a hundred grand. And these people like sit in a circle for like ages and ages. He does those sort of things. So we don't want to do a video like that sort of challenge. We want to do like videos where it's constructed in a certain way. Um, but like a TikTok idea slash a YouTube video idea that I had, it's kind of crazy, but I love. Is like this. So I actually want to buy, it's so random, but I want to buy 10 kilos worth of Skittles and then basically bounce them on a trampoline with someone and then do like a photography um, shot with that. I reckon that would be an amazing shot, like having Skittles flying everywhere and someone like on a trampoline. So I could make like a photography, get some photos out of that, make a full YouTube video. So just being creative like that, I just love things that are unique, seeing photos and just videos like that. Yeah, that's a sick so that's sort of like a little insight. Buying ten kilos worth of skittles. <laughs> I don't know whereabouts you'll find them, eh? That's a that's a pretty good idea, though. Like, think of it. Yeah. I found it. It's about one hundred and forty bucks for ten kilos. Ten kilos. Yeah, that's not too bad, I guess. In bulk buy them. <laughs> yeah. Two dollars per packet. I think about right. Mm. Five hundred grams. Yeah, that's it. So, man, I've seen that you've been like, guess, working a bit of a day job too. So, how do you go juggling a day job and on the business side? Um, I actually don't work a day job anymore. Yeah, I did see that. I mean, beforehand. Work. Sorry. <laughs> I should. That's what I should ask. Mm. I was. When did I quit? I was doing traffic management, traffic control, like the people, the lollipop man. <laughs> that was a terrible job. Like, like, like jobs a job, like whatever. But like, I just the people there wasn't my environment. It's a really, really negative environment. Like worse. Like pretty much like the trading environment where it's like sort of like a negative culture always complaining so i really didn't like that aspect of it but yeah i just sort of quit i've been sort of managing um a little bit since then but um it's funny that the call this call was today because today i actually did my my biggest sale ever like my first big sale yeah. which is absolutely crazy so it's um yeah so now that i'm trying to do video part-time i can actually get gigs like 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 i did today and then try and limit that to 20, 25 hours a week. And then in my spare time, just make videos, make content. Um, but yeah, that's sort of how I'm trying to manage the plan at the moment. Yeah, I think that's like the best like road with the entrepreneur kind of road. It's like, you're not getting paid for your time, you're getting paid for your work. Yeah. Which I think yeah. that's so much more valuable than per hour or whatever. Cause I think like 
When it comes to working, we always think it's like, you know, to earn big money, you got to put in those 50 hour weeks, blah, 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 instead of, um, I guess, how much, you know, what you do in that time. It's about how long you work. Is that the way everyone explains how you make money? Yeah. And it's hard to get out of that mindset. Like even myself, I was trying to pitch them on like an hourly rate and stuff. Yeah. But then I was talking to my mentor and he's like, no, you, you calculate like the hours it will take charge your rate and then bundle it all together as a project. So charging as like a, this is how much the video will cost and this is how long it will take and then bundling it like that. So it's kind of hard for like, I even like my, obviously like my money mindset isn't as good as other people are not quite there yet because you know, I've never really earned more than four or 500 bucks a week. So that's why this sale today was super crazy because it's like the biggest sale I've ever done. Um, but yeah, just trying to get out of that hourly mindset, like I said, trading time for hours which in video, obviously, you still do that, but it's a it's a high highly highly trained skill that people have, so you can actually do really like charge more for it and actually obviously produce a great result as well for a company because they can use that video for a very long long time. So yeah, getting out of that mindset is quite a hard thing to do at first. Yeah, because it's in embedded in school pretty much from the get go. Yeah. So and it's like you got to retrain like your subconscious mind not to think like that from guess when you start a business and then you have to re-engineer all the way back to childhood to get out of that mindset. Yeah. Because yeah. my mentor, he always goes he always thinks like what more products can I add to the to the market? And you got to find that point of like I want to do high quality but I also want to do the minimum amount of work or how do I leverage someone else's time to get money? Like even if you're earning less by leveraging someone else's time, it gives you that ability to build, um, which is like how my mentor mentor thinks. He always thinks in those terms. So just trying to train yourself to get to that level is, it's it's like it's stepping. That's when you read books. You know, listen to audio books like T. Harvecker, Millionaire Mindset. Um, that's a great book. So it's just sort of training your brain to think differently. Mm, that's like the biggest thing I tell people too. Now it's like. Instead of like, say when you go in your car, right, change it to, instead of listening to music, change to listening to podcasts, audio books and stuff. Because over time, your mind will start retraining the way it thinks. Yeah, 100%. I always do that on YouTube because I have the YouTube premium. So I just lock my phone, put on like, I know, just an interview, like, um, what was it, Impact Theory or just Tony Robbins, something like that, or an audio book. So at least it's like, even if you're not listening, it's still going in your brain, like it's still there. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend that explained that to me pretty well. It's like, because your brain picks up random stuff, like subconsciously, and then say like one day you're being halfway through a conversation and you'd be talking about it, but you have no idea where you picked it up from because you've picked it up from like your subconscious or, yeah, it's pretty crazy. You don't, you don't notice other things. Like, it's, it is, man. It's, it's super crazy. Like it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's like when you like when you're going to sleep. It's always good to have earphones in and listening to like affirmations. I, I did that for a little bit, and that actually helps as well. Yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. That's not a too bad idea. Yeah, I kind of stopped because I, I find it hard to fall asleep anyway. So listening to something kind of made it worse. But sometimes if you listen, if you're just listening, that sort of like calms your mind because you're not thinking about anything. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't in terms of falling asleep. But but yeah, that's actually normally pretty good. And that's some science. I think a guy on Impact Theory said that was really good. Like when you go to sleep, put on earphones and just play like, like there's so many YouTube videos out there that are just like, like wealth abundance and it's like four hours long and you just play it and it just repeats like um, certain phrases. 
Because it's also too, I think I've heard like you can get different videos that are different, um, I guess, tones to each year. So it can like get you into that kind of sleep state, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you watch TV, like, because your brain's not doing anything, it's not thinking. Like, that's why some people fall asleep watching TV pretty easily, because yeah. other than the light, like, because you, you, your brain, wasn't it? Your brain does has less activity when you're watching TV than when you're actually sleeping. I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, that's it makes sense. Yeah, things like when you're awake in that too. Yeah, that's no, pretty crazy. So, um, how did you go finding your mentor? Well, that was pretty crap. Again, a step, that's, this is a stepping stone. Like, um, he loves Steve Jobs' quote. I love his quote as well. He goes, um, you can't connect the dots looking forward, only when you're looking backwards. So you have to trust everything you're doing now sort of connects up. So meeting, his name's Ayrton. Meeting Ayrton was a huge um, dot that I didn't see then, but I see now. So when I was doing like-minded, I was doing fortnightly meetups. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember that when I did that. Yeah, I do. And Ayrton had just moved to Perth like two months prior. This was about August last year. And when I was doing the meetups, he actually saw one of my ads and he, and he tried to do the same thing um, when he was in Melbourne, he's from Melbourne. Yeah. So he used to do, had a company called B. Yeah. So he used to interview people and try and get like entrepreneurs to meet up and stuff or like similar business. So when he saw me doing it and he's like a couple years older, he's like, oh, this would be like, this is what I used to do. Like, let me just check it out. So he actually came to the event um, and then he told me about his business and I actually had him speak at the next event and then for the next few months, um, I ended up chatting to him, uh, keeping in touch with him for a while. And then in December, I house-sitted his house when he went back home for Christmas. And then late January, I moved in with him for two to three, like three months till the end of March. So yeah, end of March and I moved back home. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty crazy dot. Like we actually met online, like just from like that event, which is pretty crazy. Because yeah, um, I go to this like pretty similar event I guess it's not it's not mainly focused on business, but you can get a lot of business perspectives out of it. It's called um, Conscious Leaders. So it's a help, like, I guess, take your life up to that next level. So it kind of gets a whole different bunch of, I guess, business or coaches in the area to come up and speak and, you know, spill out their medicine and you can take on little bits and then network afterwards, which is pretty cool. With some met pretty incre incredible people from that. Yeah. Like it's always good to meet like-minded people. That's why I like love having a chat with you right now. And like, I do like a weekly call with like some other some other guys that um they like one of the one of my friends hosts a call. He has a company called um Brotherhood that he wants to start. Or they just been doing. Yeah. So he just has like he built like an accountability group, um and does like weekly calls and it's just awesome. Like just anytime anytime you get a chance to meet like-minded people, it's like seminars these days. Like like. Half of the time you go there just to meet, get in the room inside to meet those people, not even for the, the content. The content's obviously good, but just being in that room and actually networking and meeting people, like that's, like that's just one of the best things you can get. Because like as the saying goes, like it's not, what you, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, that's very, very true. Well, who knows you, which is a good one by Grant Cardone. Can I say that again? Uh, who knows you? It's about who knows you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, like that's a, I think that's the main bit why I go to like heaps of business events too, is to meet like-minded people. Because I notice like, I guess in your communities that, or school groups or friend groups, it's very hard to, especially when you are business-minded or entrepreneur-minded, it's very hard to, I guess, relate to people that you hang around with or you've grew up with. 
Yeah, definitely. Like um, all my most of my footy friends, I'm not like my friends from. I never, I didn't really have school friends. I was always friends with like the footy boys, yeah. but like, man, I haven't seen them for like two months. Like, like I just if I like all I, like if I hang out with them, I just don't have anything in common with them, which is fine. Like they, they that's what happens in life. They they have their interests and friendship groups, and then so do I. So now I'm sort of veered more towards like like I have a I have three new like videographer friends just because I'm into video now, so I'm meeting more people like that, and people that sort of have businesses or like want more out of life. So that's sort of what I've drifted to. And then in five years, I might drift and have some different friends on a different topic. Who knows where I'll end up? That's just sort of how life goes. So it's just making sure you get around the right people. I definitely agree with that. Especially the more I've grown, the more that I've kind of drifted away from a couple of mates too. And then, you know, made new friendships along the way that we, like some of, one of my really good friends at the moment, we think so much alike on this, on most topics. Yeah, that's killer. Mm. And it's always like that's, and you're it, just being around those people literally just sort of pushes you, and yeah, it just sort of motivates you. And you always have people to talk to, like, like you said, um, when you have friends like that, they sort of understand what you're trying to say. Whereas if you talk to someone else that doesn't really, doesn't really understand what it's like to have a business or run, or like not not work for hours like it's just a different conversation that you can't really have with them so it's just a better level of understanding and support 100 percent. i guess we'll go back to the mentor thing uh what's the biggest or what's the biggest thing you've learned so far from your mentor oh um what's the biggest thing i've learned so far um i've learned a lot i'm just trying to think I've learned quite a few things. I'm just trying to think. Um, like the first one would be, I don't know if I can th think of the biggest one, but it's stuff like, you know, not trading time for money, yeah. not lowering your value to reach like a client's expectation. So for example, if like, I always feel bad, like if, if a client can't like afford what I have, like I always, I'm always willing to like, not give a discount where it's acceptable. I'm always, I'm sort of have that mindset of like, Oh, I need this sale. Like I need a discount all the way down. But then Ayrton has a, like my mentor has a mindset of like, if they're not, if they can't afford your business, then like, do you want to, like, do you want to go for the small pieces or do you want to go for the big pieces? That's what you sort of go decide. Like you want to be a small business who deals with like cheaper stuff and you're always sort of chasing your tail doing like small jobs or do you want to like hold back a bit and go for the, for the big jobs? Like obviously when you start, you want to have, go for the you want to start getting a portfolio or start getting those smaller clients but then you want to have the mindset of being a big business so and always this is his favorite thing always take them take the money first then figure it out later so a lot of people think um like because he sells courses as well so he says don't spend three months building a course to realize that no one wants it put the offer out there first see if people want it and then if people are biting, then start to build it. So just ha sort of having that mentality. And I think a lot of, that's what a lot of like big time people do. They always put ideas out there first, see where the response is and then build it. Whereas some people can sort of get confused. Like some people do the opposite. They'll want to, they'll want to learn for three months and do all this stuff. And then they get to the time and they realize that no one wants it. Um, other things I've learned, I don't know if that's the biggest one, but 
That's a very, very good one, though. It's like ask what they want, see what the marketplace wants before, like, you know, before you go build the product. Yeah. I think that's definitely very important. Especially when you're doing, yeah, especially selling an online course. Like, I'm not, I don't, I buy online courses, but I don't, I'm, I'm not a course trader. I don't want to do that sort of stuff. Like, I don't want to see myself as that. But people that do, like, if you spend like three months, like, oh, I'm going to teach people this, and then you get to the point and you realize that no one wants it, like, the marketplace does not want it then you sort of wasted three months um but yeah but you're definitely knowing your value and not lowering not lowering that that's um been a big one and yeah and also just putting in the work like a lot of people because he mentors obviously a lot of people and like we're close friends so he we always have a chat um, about his clients and that sort of stuff and a lot of people like even from reading books a lot of people get that dopamine hit from like telling people they're going to do something and working on it, but they're not actually working on it. Like, you know what I mean? Like people always like want to do the logos and they want to do all the pretty stuff and they want to, they want to tell their friends they're doing stuff. But when it comes to like, we need to make sales, we need to build a CRM, which sucks. We need to build this system. People just don't want to do that. So actually putting in that work and knowing that it's a timely process. Um, as well because his biggest thing is screw your website screw your logo get sales first don't be a startup be a small that's probably the biggest thing don't be a startup be a small business don't focus on non-money-making items which is something that i've sort of i've done quite a lot actually i can't deny that but now i'm sort of focusing all right let me get the clients first and then start and then once i build up that then start to do the other less important stuff like a logo or a name or whatever. So you're just getting money in the door first because without money, like that's the fuel for your business. So yeah, don't be a startup, be a small business. Liz, that's a good one, eh? I've listed a couple there, but I think that one's pretty big as well. Yeah. Um, so how do you go with your marketing side and I guess your process from marketing all the way up to sales? Um, I haven't really done much marketing for video. I've actually been a little bit lucky of how I found my clients. Um, so I actually went on Gumtree. And yeah, and they just, someone posted a job saying, we're looking for someone to do our website. And I hit them up and was like, yep, this is what, um, this is what I do. I'm a videographer. I'm happy to help. Jumped on a Zoom, um, a Skype call and they were super happy with me. So, but in terms of marketing, yeah, that's what I've already done. And they've referred, they've already referred me another client, even though I haven't even done much work for them. Well, I'm about to start a project for them now. That's why I had um, like my first sale today. But that was a pretty, pretty um, crazy way. But yeah, um, I haven't really done much marketing in video just yet. Um, and I'm not sure if I will because they're a pretty big client. Um, but I could tell you some plans I have for marketing. That's not really for my business. It's more for my personal brand. Like once I start getting some money in the door, I basically want to do, want to grow my personal brand more so than anything else. So for example, um, one of my ideas is to have, I want to buy like a, a lens for a camera and then basically, do a video as a giveaway and getting people to follow and comment on the post. Um, that's just an idea I'm sort of having. But yeah, I can't really give too much to marketing this business because I haven't really um, done too much of that. I've sort of gotten lucky, but also searched in the right areas in that aspect. I also do think like building a personal brand is, I guess, more important than building the business itself. That's like my personal yeah. take on it. Because you, as you guess, you evolve as a person, you're not always going to be saying that business and then you can take a few clients because of your personal brand onto the next 
and then so forth, so forth. I guess like the way Gary Vee does it. Yeah. Like, so a lot of people don't even know what Gary Vee does, but if he offered you a chance to be, build business with him, you'd just say yes, because of yeah. like your personal brand, you know? Like you just wouldn't say no to him. But so many, yeah, so many entrepreneurs, like even some seminars I've been to, like one, I remember one guy, his name's Aaron Sansoni. He's like, put your hand up if you would, if I came to you and said, give me $10,000, I'm gonna start a business, who would give me that money? Pretty much everyone's hand went up because he's like, you know, a big famous entrepreneur. So it's, um, yeah, it's crazy. That's uh, the main thing to grow. Yeah, I've been to one of these events. Oh, it's right. not too bad. I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Charity. So, um, what was the original, I guess we'll go a little bit back to like-minded. How did, because that's what I wanted to talk about a little bit too. Um, how did that end up planning out for you, especially with holding events and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it, um, it definitely gave me a couple of insights. Like, I actually started like Marta right after an Aaron Sansoni event because I actually went to his Empire Mastery, um, and then that's what made me start like Marta, which was pretty like I was sort of inspired from that. Um, running events, I learned a lot of things. So, like, firstly, like managing people to come in. Um, secondly, I think people don't value free because we were running free events. Even myself, like if someone goes, oh, let me give you some advice and they give it to you, most people just don't listen to it. So if you're like, let me give you some advice. Okay. Give me a thousand dollars first. How much more are you likely to act on the advice that person gives you if you have skin in the game? So that sort of gave me a huge insight when I was running free events. I was like, yeah, come do this, come do that. And learning about headlines and how to promote the outcome. Not the, so at the event, I was trying to promote like, hey, everyone come hang out with entrepreneurs and stuff. But it had no, no plan, no outcome. I wasn't marketing. So it was a confusing message and a confused mind never buys. So I learned that from running events. Like if you look at it now, like failures are always good. But that me, us, me running events was a complete like failure. But I learned so much from it. Like it was failing forward. And so like I have a lot more inside of sort of how that works but yeah definitely having an outcome and sort of organ and ha having things more organized um but yeah it was really interesting actually running events so but yeah like mine it was a good little little sprint and who knows i might start it up again in a couple of years my whole goal now is just to focus on making videos and now because i already know marketing and i can make videos like i can almost start in nearly any company. I, if you know how to manage and market people, you can start almost any company. Like I could start an accounting company, hire an accountant, and all my job would be is to like produce content and find the clients and then just dish them off to my employees to be the accountants. So I, that's sort of the skills that I'm trying to, trying to create. Because I always believe, or at least from my personal, what I want out of life is I want skills that don't limit me to a place. I want to be able to travel with it. And if I can get great, on a video camera, then I can travel anywhere and do videos anywhere. I can move to Sydney and continue my business because I have all these videos as a portfolio, market for a little bit, find some clients, and then I'm basically set. Whereas in some jobs, you're sort of stuck where you are. But yeah, so like like-minded running events, that really, really um, taught me a lot. And you don't really learn that stuff until you sort of go through it. Like you can learn so much from books and stuff, but it's like listening to our parents. Like a lot of us hear what our parents say, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we go through and they were actually right. And we're like, shit, like 
damn it, <laughs> they're actually right. Like, and then you sort of learn a lesson for yourself and then you never forget it. So, yeah, running events was pretty uh, interesting. That's definitely, yeah, my, that's one of the biggest things that I learned, especially in the last couple of months, is hosting stuff for free. And people just, like, they'll come, but then they're not engaged, but, or they don't come at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's something you got to work towards. And if you're charging and no one's coming, then the, the value's not right, and, or maybe the marketing message is not clear, or the outcome isn't, you know, isn't clear what you're going to get. For marketing, all you gotta do is sell the outcome. Like when they come to the event and learn this information, what are they what can they actually go on off and do and what result would that bring them? Whatever the result that will bring them is sort of like the headline of how you market the event. But yeah, people just don't value free. <laughs> Even me, like like it's everyone, man. Like if people people give me advice, like I'm just sort of like compared to when you have skin in the game, it's a totally different ball game. That is hundred percent true. Uh, man, I'll wrap it up on this question, man. What is the legacy you want to create? Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I just like to be... I just like to be a fun guy to be around, to be honest. Like, I don't have, like, massive goals, obviously, like Steve Jobs and stuff. But I just want to be a guy that people, you know, like, that people just love to be around. And being able to, in terms of video, I love, I love being good at video because so many people have like a marketing, I have a message they want to give to the world. Cause I do believe that everyone has a message that only, well, you have a message that will reach people only you can reach. And if you don't know how to tell that story in a certain way or create it so people will actually watch and engage with it, then the message will not be heard at all. So I like to put myself as the person who can help that person create the message to hit that audience. So just making the world a better place, man. Like I'm all about, like even though I'm not doing like-minded or I'm not really down that self-development path as a job, because that's not really, I don't really see myself as being the self-development person, but I love helping people who have that skill and have that and actually create something for them that can reach the audience. So I help the people who can help the people. That's still, that's in the, the, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an amazing bit because you need yeah. as much help as you can. You need to build a community around you. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. What's your yeah. legacy? I want to hear about what you, what's your goal with... Um, my goal is... My legacy is to um, help people to, I guess, retrain their mind to think more, I guess, more positive about life. Because we're trained from, because there's so much, like, I guess, negative input from, like, say, media and, you know, school and that, that we've been trained to think life sucks when it's your perspective on life that comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, you're doing a great job, man. Like, literally, nearly every, every few days, I see a new video or a new post. And no matter what anyone says, do not shave your mustache. That is, that is awesome, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know if people love it or hate it, but I love it. It's it. I'm trying to grow one, but I just can't. <laughs> no, nah, it's part of the brand now, so I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely can't. So, Hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Make sure you share it with your friends. Tell us what you think. Give it a thumbs up, subscribe, and all that jazz. All right, cheers.